the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This on-demand presentation from Talk910.com. This is Rob Black. Hear the Rob Black Show every weekday from 10 to noon Pacific Time on 910 AM, more stimulating talk, San Francisco. Thanks for your support. Enjoy the show. This is the new generation of talk radio in the Bay Area. This is KNEW, AM and HD, Oakland, San Francisco, San Jose. Now, your money, your life. It's Rob Black. Eight hundred three four five five six three nine. It's the Rob Black Show. I'm actually live in studio today. Every other radio station in America's off. I don't get it. I'm the only one who seems to work crap holiday weeks, and there's never good news to talk about. But I'll tell you something. I found some good stories for you today. Eight hundred three four five five six three nine. It's eight hundred three four five five six three nine to get your calls in there. Don't be shy. There's nothing worse than you just sitting there and listening. You sit in there listening and twiddling your thumbs, waiting for me to say something about a great investment. I hate that. I hate that. For instance, I found a great investment idea called Mercado Libre. I know. I know. You're saying is that like Nacho Libre? Kinda. Kinda. It's it's from south of the border. Aye. So Mercado Libre greases the wheels of commerce in Latin America. Its online trading service enables individuals and businesses to electronically arrange the sale and purchase of items in more than 2,000 categories. So it's kind of like the PayPal of Argentina. Now, in addition to its auction and classified listing service, it offers online payment um, to further you know, facilitate, so to speak. So well, I could do that, and you'll sit there and you'll listen and go... Did he just say Nacho Libre? And you'll you'll send me an email in a couple of days, rob at robblack.com, rob at robblack.com. Yeah, I listened to your show a couple of days ago, and you said I should buy Nacho Libre. No, no, it's Mercado Libre. Mercado Libre. And I'm not saying you should buy it, because I don't know who you are. I don't know your age. I don't know your income. I don't know your assets. I don't know your liabilities. I don't know if you could even say Mercado Libre as well as I can. You know what I love about Mercado Libre? And someone has to explain this to me. And here's a good reason you can call the show. The address is C1430-DNN. What the hell kind of address is that? That's why, that's why Argentina is a third world country. And I know Argentina is not a third world country, but they got addresses like C1430-DNN. How do you find that on a map? <laughs> it, 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 it makes me a little crazy, okay? Okay, okay. So if anyone can explain how addresses work in foreign countries, um, it would go further to uh, ingratiate yourself to me. So assuage me. <laughs> I got in a fight this weekend with a guy, and I just made up the pronunciation of the word uh, assuage. And I said, no, 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 it's assuage. I'm pretty sure it's assuage. I, I got a college degree in this, and I'm pretty sure it's assuage. Yeah, yeah. So do you ever, like, make it up words? Uh, or telling people, like, lyrics to the song that aren't the right lyrics. Then you watch them sing them. Um, there's a song by uh, the band Live, and uh, it's called Vicious Crowd. And uh, it, at the end of it, 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 it he's, he's singing, vicious crowd, vicious crowd, vicious crowd. And I told him, 
he's saying the word, this is crap. Listen, this is crap. This is crap. This is crap. So it was funny. <laughs> Come on and you'd hear him go, this is crap. This is crap. Anyway, I don't know. I'm, I'm in a jovial mood. Ho, 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 ho. It's holiday weekend. <laughs> Who is that? That doesn't sound anything like me. That doesn't sound anything like me. <laughs> okay, you, you pulled it. Heidi started a fight. Heidi this weekend. No, no, no. Not Heidi. Um, a person named Spidey. Her name is Spidey, and she's a radio producer. She's a radio producer. Um, but not on my show. Not on my show. I've got Heidi, but a person that I know named Spidey, who's a radio producer from 10 to noon. Weird coincidence. Um, she was making cookies because she's kind of ghetto. She doesn't have enough money for Christmas gifts, so what she does is gives out cookies. She gives out cookies. But she used self-rising flour instead of normal flour. So the cookies came out like, the, um, how shall we say this? Um, slabs of granite? Slabs of granite. She had to chisel them. You have to chisel them. They're more like dog treats than they are cookies. Okay? Okay? Does that make you feel better? <laughs> Can we have a little Donna Summer MacArthur Park? So, a little bit in, in tribute to Heidi and her failed cookie attempt this weekend. I think it's sweet. Um, I always wanted to marry a girl who would make cookies for people on Christmas because... I don't have time for that kind of stuff. So, little Mark Arthur Park, this Donna Summer, the great Donna Summer, right? So, the chorus is the best part. The chorus is what it, what it refers to Heidi's failed attempts, and it, MacArthur Park is melting in the dark, and all the sweet green icing. Someone left a cake out in the rain? Should we all sing along? Go ahead, Heidi. Sing. It took so long to bake it. So Heidi, sweet, lovely, wonderful Heidi, tried to make holiday cookies in lieu of gifts. Spent 20 bucks, probably at the Trader Joe's or Hippie Shop. So you can have... You know what I figured out, by the way? I'm I'm going slightly off. And hold on, wait, wait. Let's talk about this. How can I work at a professional radio station, Clear Channel, and that's the best recording we have? It honestly sounds like it was recorded in a cave in Afghanistan where Obama uh, is hiding. Not Obama, but Osama bin Laden is hiding and George Bush is hiding. How did we elect a president? You know, the funny thing about the last president we elected, one of them was retarded and one of them was dead. (laughs) So which one was which? Which one was Cheney? Which one was uh, Bush? But it's almost like you can't predict. Like, how did we get that in the United States? Anyway, um, where am I going with this? Where am I going with this? Okay, so she's going to make cookies and love. I think that's a great gift idea. I think that's a wonderful gift idea. It's Cream the Dream intern uh, coming back in studios again. Hello, Cream. Hi-oh. Um, so anyway, um, she tried to make cookies, and they turned into, like, disasters. And I think that's very, very sweet. So um, that's where we're at at this point in time. That's the whole show. Thanks for listening. Uh, Mercado Libre. Don't forget to tip your waiters and waitresses on the way out. MercadoLibre.com. Um, no, actually, let's talk about some of the other issues out there. I went to a movie this weekend, and I went with two people. How do I explain this? I went with two other guys to a movie. I don't know. It felt slightly weird. Like, you get to that age in your life where you don't hang out with guys and see a movie. You're supposed to take the wife, the kids, or the chick, or you're supposed to see movies by yourself. But I went to a movie with two married men over the age of 35. It was awkward. Who holds the popcorn? You know, do you 
do you pour popcorn into a a little side container for yourself? You know, do you do? It's awkward. So I don't know if you have ever experienced that, but we men, 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 we are men. We're not supposed to hang out with other guys in, in dark theaters after a certain age. I think it's appropriate up till about age 17. And then once you hit 17, the next three or four years when you go to a movie with a guy, you sit a seat apart. But if you go see Avatar, you can't sit a seat apart or you'd really piss off all the patrons. Um, and I refer to people at movie theaters as patrons, um, also as annoying people who um, eat and smack too loud and then talk. And you don't... Parents, if you're taking a 10-year-old kid to see an avatar, you're bad parents. You know what's, what's true? If your kid's fat, you got a fat kid. He's not a hyperactive eater. He's, he's not, you know, big bone. He's fat. If you take a kid to a movie, Avatar, you are a bad, bad parent. It's a violent movie. Okay, here's my review of Avatar. It's like Dances with Wolves without Kevin Costner and the good guys win. Set in space... And it's written by a 16-year-old girl in high school. That's my review of Avatar. Great special effects. The special effects are the whole reason to see the movie. But that's like going to Disney and going on that Nemo ride where like, ooh, it's Nemo ride. Wee, sweet. It's like, it, it, the content of the Nemo ride is not very good, but the ride itself is kind of fun, right? You get kind of where I'm going out with that? So Avatar overhyped, predictable, cliche, very cliche. The main character is, is his name's like Jacob Sully. And they they use a C a C sound on the Sully um, instead of an S sound for the Sully. And who who else do we know that that saves a population with the initials JC? Hmm, would it be Jesus Christ? It was. I understand. You know, when you when you you look at James Cameron and you go, can't you make a movie for under two hundred million dollars? But you look at James Cameron and he's got the initials JC, so he thinks he's Jesus Christ. He makes movies about Jesus Christ. And why Leonardo DiCaprio couldn't share a little space on that wooden plank that that um, she she lived on, I don't quite get. Still don't understand the end of that movie. And throwing the diamond in the water, still don't understand the end of that movie. Um, anyway, so Avatar. Big, 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 big winner this week. And heavy snowfall across the East Coast actually made it a little bit of a loser in the United States. We were looking for about $77 million, but a big snowstorm kept people in their houses, so it only made $73 million. But internationally, as in Nacho Libre, internationally it pulled in another $159 spectacular dollars. So it was a $220 million weekend for Avatar. Um, and you know what? You know how like the porn industry always makes ripoffs of movies? Like Terminator will like turn into the Sexinator kind of thing. Um, and they always give it these horrible, horrible dams. That's probably the only good thing that's going to come out of that movie is just freakish porn because the people in the movie are 10 feet tall. So, um, and who doesn't like freakish porn? So Avatar, a little bit overrated. And I had some awkwardness sitting next to two guys and I, I don't know why. It just, it's, it's just, you don't see movies with men at a certain age. So the $73 million is nothing for Fox to get upset about, but it is actually below the December 2007 release. So he's still legend. Will Smith, I am legend. He still has the box office record for the month of uh, December. So there's every reason to believe that long-term Avatar is going to be fantastic because everyone I've talked to have seen it. They say they want to see it again on IMAX. They want to see it again. And that's what's actually kind of cool. So the investment angle here, and I'm not telling you to invest in IMAX, but IMAX is getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And it's becoming more and more important to Hollywood. Why? Because you can charge more for a ticket at IMAX than you can for a typical theater. Well, they go, it's a big theater. It takes more electricity. 
And you go, oh, okay, I kind of get that. So IMAX pulled in a record-breaking $9.5 million. Now, when you go $73 million and you go $9.5 million, that doesn't sound that impressive, but it's a record for IMAX. And what is IMAX doing? They're building more theaters. Why? Because theater companies feel that they can only make money if they can charge more money on the ticket because we're fewer of us are actually going to movies because we don't know how to sit next to each other. Um, so IMAX theaters domestically, um, they're just rolling out more of them. It's kind of that simple. We're rolling out more screens, and there's an investment, and it's called IMAX. And um, how do you spell IMAX? Um, I-M-A-X. What's the ticker symbol, you say? Rob, what's the ticker symbol? It's I-M-A-X, just like you spell the name of the company, I-M-A-X. So um, maybe there's an investment play there, but mm, when you construct things, there's, there's you kind of lose some of the profit model. So there's not as much, but anyway, you can take a look at IMAX for sure. 800-345-5639. It's 800 Five six three nine to get your calls in there. It's the Rob Black Show. It is the Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. Oh, look at that! IMAX has gone in last year from four to thirteen. Hmm. I wonder if Rob's on to something as far as the rollout of theaters. You think Ron Owens can give you that kind of insight? Uh uh-uh. uh uh uh. Sorry, Ron. I eat you for breakfast. Eight hundred three four five five six three nine. Eight hundred three four five five six three nine. It's the Rob Black Show. Nine ten a.m. More stimulating talk. Listening to Rob Black, 9 10 a.m. More stimulating talk. This kind of jacks me up. It's kind of like a Diet Coke, so to speak. Again, to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639. I promise you, if you listen to this show, I pledge to you, if you make my ratings go higher... I will have a I beat Rush Limbaugh for a whole year in a row ratings party. I can say that for a very small period of time, but I'd be I'd, I'll throw that party for you and I'll invite you to it. Um, actually, here's what my pledge is. If you listen, I'll make you financially smarter and I'm going to do it in some unconventional ways because I could do it like this. Well, what you really want to do is find companies with good valuations. And how do you find companies with good valuations? You compare them to other companies. You look at the price-to-sales ratio. You look at the price-to-earnings ratio. You look to debt-to-income levels. Debt-to-income, how would you look at that? You're going to last about 10 seconds on that. And I don't want you to last about 10 seconds. I want you to have stamina. I want you to have staying power. I want you to look at investing as a race. But it's more of a marathon than a sprint. I have to put it in terms that, that, that works for you. Otherwise, you're not going to listen. So on occasion, I'm going to get a little bit goofy. On occasion, I'm going to stretch the content to the point that you go, why did he just say that? For instance, big blizzard hits the Northeast this weekend. I used to live in the Northeast. New York, Boston, Washington, D.C., great areas, fantastic areas. Philadelphia, armpit. But Boston, New York, and Washington, D.C., they're, they're great cities to visit. But I wouldn't want to live there. I lived there. I wouldn't want to do it. When a blizzard hits, it's more of an issue with ice. Like everyone in California goes, we love snow. We love it. But you're used to Tahoe where it snows. 
on the East Coast, it's that 30 degrees, 28 degrees issue where it turns, you know, ice. It rains and, you know, gets 34, and then you just die on ice. I mean, ice is a killer. And ice will keep you in your home. Flights were shut down for all day on Saturday on the East Coast in some airports. Um, so, you know, basically on Friday, there's this panic, like, we must go to the grocery store. We must go to the grocery store. And there's a panic. So I just told you about a blizzard. Now, let me tie a blizzard into investing. What was Saturday? Do you know what Saturday was? We know Thursday was uh, uh, Thursday before uh, Friday after Thanksgiving is Black Friday. We know Monday after Thanksgiving is called Cyber Monday because people get to work and start ordering all their gifts. Saturday was what was called Super Saturday, the weekend before Christmas. That's the last chance to go to the mall if you have a job like I do. If you don't have a job, go get a job, you bum. So Blizzard impacts the Northeast. So Amber Crumby and Fitch and Chico's are two names that I like. If you look at it, they're kind of unique. Amber Crumby and Fitch is going after the college kids. The college kids don't mind driving the snow. They don't have kids and they don't, you know, they're like, I'll do it. I'll go to the mall. Hell yeah, I'm not going to be cooped up. i got too much energy. So they go. And Chico's is kind of... Not really a seasonal investment. It's it's played for women um, who, how shall we say, no longer are 18 and thin. So, I know I'm offensive when I say this, but women, when they're in high school, I mean, they haven't kicked out babies. They haven't, you know. So, shopping for women under the age of 25, you know, they... Gravity's not so kind, and age isn't so kind to a woman's body. So there's a store called Chico's. And if you basically go to Chico's, they've got elastic in the pants. They've got elastic in the pants. And if you're wearing clothes with elastic in the pants, you understand where I'm coming from. Um, I know you're saying, Rob, you're really starting to tread on ground of offending all your female listeners. So i got to be careful. Chico's is for the woman who's 35 to 54, who's no longer trying to fit into... Trying to look like an eighteen-year-old. Now they're trying to look like a twenty-five-year-old. So, which is kind of funny because we all we all want to look ten years younger. So, Chico's they cut or, color coordinate too. Like some women really don't know how to pull off fashion. They really don't. Some women are fantastic. Some men don't. Obviously, most men don't. Uh, most men aren't proud that they can uh, look at an outfit and say it's good or not. That's I have a skill. I've been told by women in my life that I have a skill for saying that looks good on you. So I'm I'm the mirror. I'm the mirror for a lot of women. But anyway, once a, Mexican, what's, once a Mexican folk store, Chico's now has about a 1,000 specialty stores. They also own White House Black Market and Soma. It's a boutique. And that's what I like about it because boutiques will do okay in, in snowstorms. So let's get back to the snowstorm. I know you're saying this is a long way to go for that snowstorm. It, it was called a big nor'easter, a big nor'easter. So that's when it comes from the Gulf and goes up the northeast coast. Now, I would say there's going to probably be some sell-off in, in retail stocks this week because – the snowstorm is going to hurt retail sales numbers, and they're going to leak that out ever so slowly. They'll be obvious, like, hey, snowstorm. So um, Urban Outfitters has been really strong as well. So I'm going to try to point out the winners. I think the sector is weak. Why am I pointing out winners? Because I think you could take advantage and accumulate companies that do well in down markets. Now, it's going to be a down sector. I'm not saying it's a down market. It should be a down sector because we didn't want a big snowstorm the weekend before Christmas. That's the last thing. But wait, 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 wait. There's also something called the internet. So what was bad for retails and malls was good for the internet. Lots and lots of uh, recession, lots and lots of uncertainty, lots and lots of snow. Snow, sleet, and wind on the East Coast gives people the tight-fisted reason to stay home. I don't want to go to the mall this weekend. It's snowing. 
So you jump on the internet. Snowstorm came on the most important shopping day of the season, so you jump on the internet. Web retail extends holiday shopping deadlines because of snow. So web retailers are starting to say, you know, if you order today, like Macy's is so panicked, they're going to extend free shipping all day today. JCPenney's, if you order on Tuesday, they're going to extend free shipping. So this is a bid to capture last-second business from people that were snowed in. And, like, for instance, Amazon's Amazon. They're not doing the free stuff. Well, they, they kind of do, but not as much. But Macy's and JCPenney's, they, they're the malls, and they know that they got screwed by the snowstorm. So they put a lot of stuff out there for free. So online doing very, very, very well. E-commerce, larger force in American retail each and every year. Brick and mortar, a little flat this season, it looks like. Online's going to grow about 4% year over year. And that doesn't sound like, whoa, I remember when online roared 50% year over year. Well, it's kind of people who ha- want the internet have the internet. We kind of know about that at this point in time. It's no longer a big secret anymore. It's no longer growing like a weed. E-commerce accounts for about 6% of all U.S. retail sales. That's kind of interesting. If you exclude cars, because cars and travel and prescription drugs, you can't really buy online. Um, 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. Let me say it slowly for those of you who are uh, orally challenged. Orally, with an A. I'm not talking about oral sex. I'm talking about hearing orally challenged. 800-800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639. It's the Rob Black Show. You're listening to 910 AM. You can jump on the blog, which is a web log, at talk910.com. Talk910.com. I'm going to jump on it right now and see what sort of blackheads are out there on this holiday shortened week. I'm only in for, I think, three days this week, right? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then you're going to get Best of Black. I know you're saying, sweet, I love me some of that best of black. I know, I know, I know. Um, 800-345-5639 to get your calls on there. It's Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black, 910 a.m. Who's that casting devious stares in my direction? Mama, this surely is a dream. I'm John Cobelt. I'm Ken Champeau. We're the John and Ken Show. Join us weekdays from 3 to 7. Now, Rob Black on 910 AM, more stimulating talk. So good news, ladies. In my effort to be offensive to both sides, I've got some eye candy for you. We got Cream in studio. Very good looking man. Very good looking man. He's sitting in front of the um, webcam today. Talk910.com. Talk910.com. That's a funny idea. Maybe I can pay for like the best looking interns, male interns, to come in and do the show topless. <laughs> So we can we can get him on the webcam and get some eye candy going, so to speak. I I love that idea. It's so you know the other shows, the other morning zoos. Woo! I'm wacky. Um, they tend to be sexist, and they they tend to get women in bikinis and strippers and uh, take off your top for money kind of things. Maybe I can be sexist the other way and just have good looking heterosexual men topless, or maybe even some homosexual men for those who are on that side of the fence. Um, 
<laughs> Heidi says, yes, please. Yes, please. Thank you. Anyway, um, you can see Cream, and he is a dream, at Talk910.com, Talk910.com. Hit the Rob Black blog, and you'll you'll see him there working the, working the phones or working the Internet or doing something. Speaking of sexist, now that I've been sexist against men, let's be sexist against women. Rick's Cabaret has agreed to acquire Joy of Austin, which is a gentleman's club. That's pretty funny. Referring to a strip club as a gentleman's club. There is nothing gentlemanly going on in there. Nothing gentlemanly going on. Anyway, 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Uh, let's talk Let's talk government. I know you're saying, Rob, make me some money. Make me some money. The Senate voted 60 to 40. They swept aside Republican objections. They move closer to debate on health overhaul legislation. They're marking a milestone for President Barack Obama's most pressing domestic initiative. All 58 Democrats and two independents voted to prove the first and the most crucial of the three motions needed to break off action. So there's two more motions. Now the Senate entered a fourth week of debate on the bill. All Republicans voted no. Now, the roll call, which began clearly and shortly after 1 a.m. Monday... 1 a.m. Monday. Are you kidding me? In the middle of the night? It's likely going to happen on Christmas Eve. The biggest, broadest health legislation in a generation. The measure is going to ensure that some 30 million Americans will gain insurance coverage over the next decade. While taxes will rise on groups ranging from medical device makers to customers of tanning salons. More than 2,000-page Senate bill needs to be reconciled with the House passed legislation. But it's likely to form the core of a final bill that's going to be presented to Barack Obama for his signature. Now, Wall Street's up today. That news that hit yesterday sent Wall Street up today. Um, Aetna, Amerigroup, Cigna, Humana, Molina Healthcare, United Healthcare, and WellCare all doing great today. And they're leading the stock market higher. Why? Ultimately, the Federal Employees Program, the creation of two national plans modeled after the Federal Employees Program, penalty increase for noncompliance with individual insurance mandate, what a lot of people thought was going to hurt healthcare companies, ultimately the Democrats couldn't get enough teeth in to hurt the healthcare companies. So these are winners. These are winners, and they're all moving higher today. In Rob Black parlance, they're winner winner chicken dinners. 800-345-5639. Call in and tell me. Do you think Cream's a good looking man? Talk910.com, talk910.com. Is Cream well, I'm not gonna he's single. He's saying, I, I, I just assume he is. Let's go to Salvador in Sacramento, or maybe we're going to Sacramento in Salvador if Kareem's dyslexic. <laughs> hey, Rob, how you doing? I'm okay. How did you get a cool name like Salvador? Um, I don't know. You can ask my parents. Um, I'm actually the third, even though I'm not really, my dad's name's not Salvador. They named me the third, so I don't really know what I am. You got cool parents. <laughs> I, I like that. The third. <laughs> My kid's middle name, Danger. Like, I'm the coolest dad on the planet, right? <laughs> yeah, he's going to get teased for that. That's nice. He won't get teased. He'll beat up other kids, and women will go, ooh, Danger's his middle name. I like it. I like it. Like, I'm thinking ahead for the boy. Yeah, he's got a great pickup line. I like that. Exactly, and he could prove it. Pull out his pull out his driver's license. Mm-hmm. What's up, Salvador? Thanks for having your show. <laughs> Long time uh, listener. Um, I actually do the podcast usually, so. How long have you been listening to Salvador, how long have you been listening? I'll decide if you're a long-time listener. <laughs> well, my, my dad actually used to have us listen sometimes to when you're on it. It wasn't even on 910. It was on, I don't know what you were on. I was on 1550. I was on 1220. I was nationwide. Your dad made you listen? Yeah, to- it was. 
I like yeah, your dad. Yeah, years ago. <laughs> your, da- your dad named you Salvador the Third, even though there's not a first and a second. And he listens to the Rob Black Show. You got a cool dad. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. <laughs> so what can I help you with? Uh, what? What can I help you with? I wanted to, uh, since no one took you up on it last week, I've been wanting to call and ask you about your uh, your toe story that we were supposed to, that no one uh, had, everyone wanted to ask you, but no one had the nerve to. My toe story? On Monday, you were talking about your toe story. You wanted someone to call in and ask you about it. And, uh, but, uh, I had a little toe fungus a couple of days ago, but there was another toe story. Oh, oh, it's the nurse. Oh, great story. Here it is, Salvador. Thanks for the call. I once okay. was dating this incredibly, incredibly good-looking woman. Like She was like five categories better looking than me, and I think all guys know this. Um, and I was young. I was like 21, 22. And she worked as a nurse at a, a, a Catholic hospital. And Catholic hospitals are great. I mean, they're, they're, they're wonderful. So it was like a St. Mary's, but it was back on the East Coast. And, um, okay, how do I tell this story? How do I tell this story? So I said, I, I make conversation. This is how I make conversation. If I'm on a date for the first time or second time, I'll go, so what's your favorite book? And I act like I care. And then they tell me about a great book. And then I go, so you got any good, interesting stories about work? And she goes, oh, I'm a nurse. And she works overnights as a nurse. So it was tough dating her because the date had to end like by 10 kind of thing. That's tough. It's tough, especially if you're trying to do what young men try to do um, without looking like you're trying to do it. Like you do dinner at five and like, hey, can we go back to my house at seven? It doesn't typically work terribly well that way because it takes a little bit longer in the culture that we So anyway, she's a nurse, beautiful woman. And she goes, okay, in the middle of the night, like nuns get free health care at Catholic hospitals. I think that's like the perk of being a nun. You get to marry Christ and have a sweet honeymoon. You get eternal life, but you also get free health care at hospitals. So this nun was older, and she basically was in a coma. And so my my, fr- my friend, and we'll just call her name Nancy, Nurse Nancy, She, when you're in a coma, you don't have the ability to stand up and pee. You don't have the ability to take a shower because you're in a coma. You're just laying there. You're kind of like just chilling out, right? But your body, like, needs to be cleaned. So nurses in the middle of the night have to clean bodies, right? So the the the, the, the nun... She's getting a sponge bath by three women, by three nurses. And every man's like, that's a sweet story. <laughs> sponge bath by three nurses. I'll, I'll, I'll go into a coma. Um, so she's getting a coma. She's in a coma. She's getting a sponge bath. It's like one o'clock in the morning. And oh, and the, the nun, while she's in a coma, also has diabetes. And diabetes ravages feet. I don't know if you ever saw that uh, Jackie Gleason film where I think uh, Tom Hanks was his son and he takes off his shoes and his feet just look nasty. It's the nastiest foot scene of all time. I've only seen one toe jankier than that toe, and it happens to be on Heidi's husband. But that's a janky damn toe. Um, Anyway, 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 janky. I'm cool. I'm hip. Um, So anyway, so she's cleaning the toes. She's got a metal pan underneath because she's washing the feet and the water from the sponge goes into the metal pan. And what the hell just happened? Something just fell into the pan. She looks down and it's the nun's big toe. It has fallen off. It has fallen off. It is, it's just so dead. It has now fallen into a metal pan. So here three, three women are cleaning the toes. Ta-da. One, one more time. Yay! <laughs> um, so the toe falls off, and the three nurses look at each other, and they don't know what to do. It's it's a horrible moment in your life, and they start laughing. They just start breaking out in rip roared laughter, because when you're pressure, you're in, in stress. When you're in those odd moments, 
man, you really got to do something to get you through the moment. So that's the toe story. Thank you so much, Salvador. Thank you. I'll be here all week. I'll tell the, the amazing nun toe story every Christmas Eve around the fireplace for those who want to gather and hear the great toe story of Rob Black. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639. Don't get mad at me for that story because in this segment, I told you healthcare stocks look good. I'm balancing the information with... um. Stuff that it makes me giggle. 800-345-5639. It's Rob Black. Show. I'm going to jump on the live blog, talk910.com, talk910.com. I'm Rob Black. More stimulating talk. It's Rob Black. Show. I'm Rob Black. Got to wear a serious face every now and then. News out today that General Motors has picked out going Microsoft CFO to run finances. Some companies can get in business, get into trouble inside their business. And you got to start looking at these things. I mean, when you're an investor, you don't want to look at what's perfect. You want to look at what could go wrong. And for instance, when you're financing the, the product you're selling, it can go wrong. So there's an added risk. And as an investor, you got to go, hmm. Now, with that risk, there's also an added reward. Say, for instance, you sell somebody a car for X amount of dollars. And then you do the financing at 8 9%. You just sold it for X plus 8 9%. You see what I'm saying? So it, it runs both ways. A good example of what you should know about this is car companies can make money on you in one of three ways. They can get you on the sticker price. They can get you on the added ends. Or they can get you on financing. Understand that. That's why whenever I buy a car, I always go in and I say, yeah, you can finance it for me. So they're going to try to screw me on price. So I negotiate price in the last second. I go, ah, I'll finance it myself. So I always go in and say, you can find Absolutely. Here, run my credit. Absolutely. I, oh, I'll take a 12% rate. Those are good. Like I go in giving them something and then I take it away. So you need to do that, too, if you can. Big story out today from France. <laughs> Remember, they're not moaning. They're appreciating. They're appreciating when they moan. The French drug maker Sanofi Aventis, or as you would say in France, Sanofi Aventis, um, said today that they agreed to buy the consumer healthcare company Chatham for about $1.9 billion. That is helping Wall Street today. Mergers and acquisitions. Why? Why does it work like that, you ask? Because when one company looks around and sees another company and says, you know what? I think we could use us some of that Salsam Blue dandruff shampoo. They make and sell personal care products. That's what Chatham does. So Chatham, you know what Chatham was way back in the day? They were a big Texas ranching company. But this isn't them. This isn't them. So they do um, dental analgesics, Benzodent. Topical analgesics, asper cream. They do icy hot, and which, for the record, never put that in your nether regions. Never, ever, never, ever. Um, they make pamperin for menstrual syndromes, or for menstrual symptoms, not syndromes. <laughs> I guess some women have menstrual syndromes, um, but uh, menstrual system reliever. Um, they make melatonics, which is a sleep aid. Uh, my sleep aid is called a six-pack of beer, so it's a little bit more effective than... Melon tonics for me. 
I'll be here all week. <laughs> Working tip your waitresses and waitresses. Hey, try the veal. It's good. Um, gold Bond. They also make Gold Bond for, obviously, uh, medicated powder for your, your nasty, janky feet. So um, they also make Bullfrog sunscreen. So Santa Fe Aventus is saying, hey, we could use us some of this stuff. So they're willing to throw down money. And on Wall Street, that's a good sign. It's a 25% premium. It's not too bad. You understand that you get that. Mergers and acquisitions is good for the market. It's good for the market because if one company's seeing some cheapness, maybe another one is. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Coming up in a little bit, I'm going to be talking with Gamer Girl. Maybe we'll just have to drag her in here at 11. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe we get in here a little bit early because uh, I'm running out of content. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, what other big stories are there? Over the weekend, I saw Avatar. <laughs> I'm just going to start recycling the show right now. No. Um, over the weekend, regulators shut down seven banks. Now, Rob, why are you telling me this? Good question, audience. I'll tell you. Because 140 have failed so far this year. And what has the stock market done this year? It's gone up. So sometimes stocks move up in bad news environments. That's typically a bullish sign for the industry, for sure. So two big banks in California were shut down. One in Alabama, Florida, Georgia, Michigan, and Illinois. So 140 so far this year. Before it's all said and done, we're going to be about, see about 250, 300 banks shut down in the United States. That's damn good information, Mr. Black. Why do I care? Because what it was tied to was... Real estate loans, especially on commercial property. So regional banks are failing aggressively. 170 so far, 140 so far this year. That's a lot. And it's tied towards loans. And again, it, it tells you if you live in that crack smoking world, and for the record, as a child, we weren't allowed to have drugs, methamphetamines. We weren't allowed to have crack cocaine. We weren't allowed to have cocaine. We weren't allowed any alcohol. I think we were allowed wine coolers um, until we finished our vegetables. Where's my rim shot? I need. I need. That okay. That didn't deserve a rim shot. Um, where am I going? Where was I? Where was I? Oh, I was going over banks. Um, real, real. Okay. So if you're one of those crack smoking people, commercial loans, uh, that you think real estate is a great investment, you're on crack. And crack is whack, my friend. So you're whack. What you have to know about real estate is it's a liability. So, for instance, for instance, I was in Marin this weekend. A nice lady came up to me and said, Rob, I've loved, I love your show. I've learned so much from it. I said, please don't look me in my eyes. But it was, I was in Marin. I was at Marin Brewing. Nice, nice place, right? You've been to Marin Brewing. Right across from it is a, a, a nice restaurant. One of the nicest restaurants in all of Marin. Marin doesn't have the nicest restaurants. But it's a place called Noonan's. Noonan's is gone. They no longer pay their mortgage. They're bankrupt. They're gone. They shut down. There's no store. There's no restaurant in there. People stopped going. The, the doors are closed. They don't cook food anymore. It's gone. That's a commercial real estate loan that's gone. Now, why is that so important? Because I think there's an investment there where you understand when they were working, people had jobs and made money. And when they were working and open, people pay taxes. And when they were working, they'd say, oh, stove just broke. Need to buy a new one. So stove makers maybe out of Michigan would say, oh, we'll sell you a stove. No problem. So they'd you know, build a stove and, and send it out to uh, Marin and put it in. So you understand commercial real estate is a risk. It is a liability. There are no guarantees. Now, we're pretty deep in the process where they're failing pretty aggressively. Now's a good time to what? Now's a good time to potentially say, I want a deal on that real estate space. 
For instance, business partner that I know, his rent was 3000 a month. He got that rent, eh, I don't know, maybe five years ago when the economy was chugging and working. Recently, the his lease uh, came up and his, his landlord said, yeah, we'd like to know if you're going to resign. And he goes, no, I'd like to get 50% off. He renegotiated his lease 50% off. So when there's a crisis, there's an opportunity. I bought a beach house once right after Hurricane knocked down a lot of beach houses in that community. A place called Duck, North Carolina. Lovely, lovely, lovely place. Um, innocent. You go on bike rides. So, and you don't get hit by cars there because there aren't cars. You go on bike rides. It's nice. Um, you buy in during a crisis if you can. So that's when you have the best opportunity. So is now a good time to buy commercial real estate? I think we've got too much of it. I think we've overdeveloped. I think we're going to focus more on like healthcare. So if that commercial real estate could be a hospital or if that commercial real estate could be a radiology clinic, maybe. I'm not telling you to do that. I'm not telling you to do that. But if you're a business owner, I think now is the time to call your landlord and say, look, I'm willing to lock in for 10 years if you give me X amounts of, of price. Now is a very good time to be negotiating. Coming up, Gamer Girl, 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Now, how do I go about this? Uh, Google? You want to talk a little Google? We can talk a little Google. Google. Guardian Unlimited talked today about Google, and they've got a 90% of the market share in the UK internet search and searches. 90%. Isn't that crazy? And, and the investment lesson there is great Google and Moogleda. Google's a monopoly. Not a monopoly. But you know when you're winding down when you're winding down the game of monopoly, one player seems to have all the properties that you always land on and you have to pay, 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 pay. That's a pretty good thing. Google is that. Ninety percent of search and searches in the UK go through Google. Now Yelp has told Google we're not interested. Yelp is one of those websites that was started five, seven years ago and you're like, I don't get it. Now, I don't get it. You look up your dentist. Like, for instance, my dentist is a guy named Dr. Blendy. He's in Pacific Heights. He's a wonderful dentist. He's a wonderful, lovely man. He's a good-looking man. He's, a, he's an ex-Hollywood dentist. So a couple of years ago, he might have been fixing janky teeth on someone like Brittany Murphy. But now Brittany Murphy's dead, so he can't fix her teeth. But he was a, a dentist to the stars. A dentist to the stars. And he's my dentist because he makes me feel... He's one of those people that he's like 60 and, and got white hair and... He, he's got perfect teeth. Of course, he should have perfect teeth, but he charges a premium. He's not cheap, so don't go to him. So if I were to get on Yelp, I'd say, I got the perfect dentist, but he's not cheap. He's expensive. But I would say he's also the best in the city. So if you want the best, you got to pay for it if you get the basic idea. He's one of those good-looking men that he comes into a room, and whether you're an 8-year-old woman or an 80-year-old woman, you want to marry him. And whether you're an 8-year-old man or an 80-year-old man, you're like, I admire you. He's just one of those people you meet, and you're like, I admire you. Anyway, um, Google. Okay, so Google can't buy Yelp. Yelp said we're not for sale. And we used to be able to go on Yelp and say, you know, good dentist, bad dentist, good restaurant, bad restaurant. And it's, it's a lot of local content. And Google wants more local content because uh, you can sell advertising into it. For instance, you know, Google's got that new map service with their phone, the Droid, that you could put in like, um, let's say you're looking for a dentist. You could say Dr. Blendy, a uh, dentist. And if you're within five miles, it'll show you all the dentist's office. And, well, maybe it will. <laughs> maybe it'll, it'll show... Blendy first if he pays the most for that search. So that's the idea there. Um, it's a huge, or maybe it'll highlight it with a picture versus just a piece of text. You get the idea. So they're trying to get more content because content is king to information, to searches, and that's what Google does well. Google's got 90% of the market search for the UK. 
Now, last year, if you use a cross-border network of subsidiary companies, they, you know, they didn't pay opinion corporate taxes. What's that all about? International corporate structure enables Google to avoid paying what could otherwise have been a corporation tax bill in the UK of about 450 million pounds. You're like, oh, I get it now. So it's even more powerful company because of their tax structure. Again, if a company earns X amount of dollars but doesn't pay you know, 5, 10, 15% in taxes, it, you could see where the problem is. So uh, Google UK, search engines, advertising revenues for British customers were accounted for in the business despite operations in London, Manchester, incurring administrative expenses. So they've got a tax favor ability to them that you got to kind of like. Get your calls in there. It's 800-345-5639. To get your calls in there, it's 800-345-5639. Now, the next story that I'm going to bring up, lawmakers. So I've already talked about Congress and the big winners in healthcare. If you didn't hear it, go get the podcast, talk910.com. Don't ask me to repeat myself. I think that's always rude. Legal? Legal? Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.